Hey, I'm Robert Pearson, and this is Follow the Leader. Look correctly. There you go. All right, now uh, time to sit down over lunch and talk about some Bible verses and stuff. Away we go. Genesis chapter 9, verses 1 through 3, back in Genesis today. Uh, going through the man cards, kind of in a random order. These are verses that plainly state, um, or in clear ways state, what it is to, to be a, a godly man, and it's kind of the way things should be. Alright, chapter 9, verse 1 through 3, here we go. And God blessed Noah and his sons, and said to them, Be fruitful, and multiply, and fill the earth. The fear of you, and the terror of you, will be on every beast of the earth, and on every bird of the sky, with everything that creeps on the ground, and all the fish of the sea. Into your hand they are given. Every moving thing that is alive shall be food for you. I give all to you as I gave the green plant. Cool. So, what does this make you think? For me, it makes me think barbecue. That's what I think. So there's the uh, the conservative view, the traditional view, is that in the Garden of Eden, man only ate uh, man only ate plants because God, you know, says fruit of the trees, and then. Uh, Beasts are given grass of the field and stuff, and it's no mention of things being eaten by other things. And then here, it says that man is given the uh, every moving thing that is alive shall be food for you. I give all to you as I gave the green plant. So we have authority and dominion over animals and plants, and we can eat them. Which is pretty cool. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. That's barbecue. Is the first thing I think of. Um, if you want to get biblical with it, there's uh, this is probably what is immediately being referenced. Um, or, or um, not not being referenced, but another place this idea comes up. And I can't find it right now. Acts chapter ten early part of Acts chapter 10, Paul, Peter, Mary, no, Peter, <laughs> um, Peter's the one who is sitting on top of a roof and has a vision of a big sheet coming down with all kinds of animals, and God says, go forward, kill and eat, and he says, no, Lord, because it's all unclean, and, you know, it's, uh, it's sort of an allegory for converting the Gentile, bringing the Gentiles into to, uh, Christianity. Um, and God says, do not call unclean that which I have made clean. Um, so here we have God saying, go ahead. And uh, with everything that creeps on the ground, uh, there we go. Every moving thing that is alive shall be food for you. God's given us the ability to do that. So you want to eat crickets? Cool. That's that's your thing. Go ahead. But uh, You're totally allowed to, though. It's cool. So, what's the main idea, though? Uh, the fear and the terror of you will be on every beast and on every bird. Um, we we have dominion. We have authority over animals. And um, 
so they're going to be afraid of us. Um, like even even bears and sharks and things, they don't eat humans except as like accident. So you know, sharks eat people when people are in a situation to remind the shark of a seal or uh, or a sea lion or something. When you know, on the surfboard and stuff, the silhouette from under the water. You look like a manatee or a sea lion or something with that big oval shape and then the, the paddle splashing around. Um, you know, bears, even um, from being from Alaska, even bears, they don't hunt you. Obviously, polar bears have that sole distinction. Even then, they got to be starving first to, before they really go and, like, hunt down people. Um, and so it's the... Um, they just, they, they tend to leave you alone. Bears don't attack people unless they are just absolutely starving to death or you're threatening their babies and then, you know, they're, you know, mom bear defending or you mimic, um, prey behavior, but uh, like screaming and yelling and running away, you trigger that, that little, um, uh, predator switch in their brain and they're like, oh, chase, eat, um. As long as you're not doing those things, they they leave you alone. They they'll walk away. They they um they'll avoid your scent if you've been in the area. So it's kind of neat. Um, so I think it's the main idea here. And uh, how do we see this in the world today? I mean, we're still um, responsible, like the conservation departments, you know, monitoring hunting licenses and stuff. And then anytime they make it illegal to hunt. A certain kind of animal, that animal immediately gets out of control, like wolves. Um, and so, but we have a responsibility, though, to 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 meter that. You know, so oh, you can't hunt any deer in this area. Well, suddenly there's a ton of deer, and they're eating crops, and they're they're becoming a problem. Whereas, you know, man interfering in a in a shrewd, consistent manner makes everything work out keeps the peace uh, um, and I don't know we see it today too because the um, currently people need meat to live so I mean if you're straight vegan or you're straight vegetarian you disagree with that but you're having to use synthetic and uh, synthesized means to get enough protein so you don't die of malnutrition uh, tofu is not natural people have to spend a lot of time to make it out of soy. You don't just go and pick tofu out of a field somewhere and it grows out of the ground. You have to go make it and process it and refine to be a dense protein slurry and then it still tastes terrible. Um, it's like bland jello. Anyway, so it's it's um, it's just fascinating that like it's, that's a part of the way things are now is, is people need to eat meat and it's it's part of is good, and and God gave us that that permission, that authority. Um, I think the most important takeaway here is from that first verse: "Be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth." I spent a lot of time talking about barbecue because it's awesome, but kids are also awesome. And uh, Psalm 127 is just a good psalm. Go right now. Pause this. Turn it off. Whatever. Go read Psalm 127 the whole thing. And I'm going to check real quick to make sure it's the right one. But, uh, 
it's the one where um, if the Lord doesn't build the house, the laborers labor in vain. If the Lord doesn't guard the city, the watchman watches in vain. And it's just awesome because right after or right before, where is it? There we go. So right after that, it says, Behold, children are a gift of the Lord. Through the womb is a reward, like arrows in the hand of a warrior. So are the children of one's youth. How blessed is the man whose quiver is full. They will be not ashamed when they speak with their enemies in the gate. Yeah. That's awesome. Parenting is awesome. Children are a gift, an inheritance. And... It's a shame more people don't have them. Yeah, that's uh, the first commandment um, in the Bible. The first thing God tells people to do is just go have kids. Go have fun. Um, go make babies. It's okay. So I would I would amend that obviously with in within the confines of a godly marriage where you're both working to uh, improve your relationship with Jesus first and then with each other. Um, because otherwise, you're, you're doing your kids a disservice. And, but they're a blessing, though. And they're a lot of work, but nothing worth doing is easy. It's just not. And I'd say that answers the very last question, what does this mean for us right now, is kids are important. And it's so important, God decided to repeat himself. Because he'd already told Noah, by extension, you know, through Adam, when he said, go fill the earth. But he repeats it after the flood here, reestablishing what's referred to as the Noahic covenant. So, all right. That's all I got. Thanks so much for spending the time with me. Give me your answers. Uh, ask me any questions. Head down below for all questions, comments, concerns, cries of heresy, and I'll see you next time. Godspeed.